Good evening, Ottawa. I'm Ollie McFerguson, and this is another O3 News Bulletin. Thank you for joining us. We begin with a local story where Ottawa police are investigating a vehicle that was seemingly driven off the road near the neighborhood of Vanier. When arriving on the scene, responding officers found the damaged car abandoned with an empty gas canister on the floor. The accident is being treated as suspicious and police are asking anyone with information to call their hotline or just say it into one of your smart devices. The authorities are always listening. Up to Northern Ontario now, in the town of Sudbury, where 39 miners were trapped in Totten Mine due to a damaged elevator. Which goes to show that living and working in Sudbury doesn't necessarily mean you've hit rock bottom. Crews have managed to rescue 35 of the 39 miners. The remaining four did get rescued, but decided to climb back down because when they got to the surface, they looked around and thought, Ah, fuck, Sudbury. In total, it took rescue crews only two days to pull the miners to safety. Hey, chilly. Get on our level, will ya? And this year, September 30th, will mark the first ever National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. That's right, in an effort to mend its relationship with indigenous peoples, the government has decided to give itself another day off. Public servants are encouraged to use this day as an opportunity to recognize and commemorate the tragic history of residential schools. It's definitely not meant to spend a day at the cottage, which ironically is probably located on unceded and unsurrendered territory. Over to Olivia now with the weather. Olivia? Thanks, Ollie. I'm Olivia McFerguson, and here's what's going on with the weather. Experts are saying the country is headed for an unusually warm fall this year. The hot summer-like temperatures will likely linger into October, meaning you can hold off on paying an arm and a leg for your warm seasonal beverages. Which is probably a good thing, because Starbucks still hasn't fired that slut who fucked up your pumpkin spice latte last year. Over to the western USA, where a new wildfire has been ignited by none other than Joe Rogan podcast host was recently diagnosed with COVID-19 and rather than opting for traditional medicine, decided to stuff himself with horse pills, gorilla testosterone and a rocket fuel injection. Rogan was out hunting for elk meat and decided to light a joint when the chemical mixture inside him ignited, blowing up an area so big even Alex Jones couldn't exaggerate it. Rogan was rushed to a psychotic doctor's underground lair where he's expected to make a full recovery. Thank you, Ollie. Thanks, Olivia. Now over to Oliver McFerguson with spots. Oliver? Thanks, Ollie. I'm Oliver McFerguson, and here's your sports update. We begin in the octagon. Former Canadian mixed martial artist George St. Pierre was recently inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. The 40-year-old Quebec native retired with an impressive record of 26 wins and two losses. Having retired from the sport, St. Pierre says he will now focus on his lifelong dream of studying paleontology, which is the study of ancient life on Earth. That should help him remember the good old days after the CTE inevitably starts to creep in. To motorsports now. With his recent win at the Russian Grand Prix, Lewis Hamilton has become the first ever driver to win 100 Formula One races. Hamilton, who has been in a tight battle with championship rival Max Verstappen this year, has had his eyes on the triple digit win since his victory in Silverstone. This latest achievement just goes to show that no matter how many weird sports we invent for rich white people, a black man will somehow find a way to dominate. And finally, with Ontario's latest easing of COVID restrictions, the province's two NHL arenas will be allowed to operate at 50% capacity this season. This means Leafs fans will have an even bigger pain in the ass getting a hold of tickets, and the Ottawa Senators will be able to welcome twice as many fans as those who usually show up to their games. Back to you, Ollie. Thanks, Oliver. Over to politics now. China has released the Michaels. That's right, nearly three years after Canadians Michael Kovrig and Michael Spavor were arrested by Chinese authorities, both men are returning home to Canada. Although China has denied partaking in hostage diplomacy, 
Their arrests were seemingly in retaliation for Canada's arrest of Meng Wanzhou, the chief financial officer of Huawei. You may recall Huawei as the smartphone company whose advertisements were spamming the ever-living fuck out of the NHL playoffs a few years back. Canadian authorities will bring the Michaels home with extreme caution due to the fact that the last big thing to be released from China turned out to be a massive pain in the ass for the entire world. Let's head to the west coast now where giant murder hornets continue to threaten the existence of honeybees in the western hemisphere. The O3 News team decided to do a bit of investigative journalism on this species of invasive insects and you won't believe what we have uncovered. In fact, they're not insects at all. They're actually automated drones manufactured by Elon Musk, funded by Bill Gates, and designed to hunt down and deliver a quadruple dose of Johnson & Johnson to any unvaccinated citizens across North America. So, if you're holding back on getting the shot, these massive black and yellow stabby tushies will find you and fuck your shit up. You have been warned. Well, that's all we have for you tonight, folks. Remember, if your face mask only covers your mouth and not your nose in public, good for you. You're giving the rest of us a better look at what a dumbass looks like. I'm Ollie McFerguson, and this was an O3 News Bulletin.